Welcome to the Shari Tzedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Devar Torah, teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are, in your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know, and make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Shari Tzedek is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Um, everyone, listen to this. the sound of the shofar, the ram's horn. And what that tells us is that it is the Jewish month of Elul. Each day of Elul, according to tradition, we are meant to hear the sound of the shofar to remind us that Rosh Hashanah, the new year, and Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, are coming. As if we needed reminding. Of course, the holidays are early this year, Although sometimes they're late, um, they're never really on time. Why, why is that? That is a subject for another sermon. That shofar call means a lot of things to a lot of different people. But what I think it means for us tonight is that it calls upon us to think about God more than we usually do. For some of us, we only think about God when we're sitting in services. It makes sense, after all. Just about every prayer in the service mentions God and is directed to God. Some people reach out to God when they're struggling with something, which is a little like how we rarely think about car insurance until we get into an accident. <laughs> but I think that thinking about God at this time of year is worthwhile. Why right now? Well, there is a saying from Shnur Zalman of Liadi, the altar rebbe, who's an 18th century Hasidic rabbi, and he had something he would say about the month of Elul. He would say, Hamelech Basada, the king is in the field. I'll say that one more time. The king is in the field. Now, putting aside the problematic gendering of God, who the king always represents in rabbinic sayings, most of the time, the king resides in the palace, behind moats and walls, bureaucratic processes, and fussy royal attendants. 
To speak with the king directly, you'll need to jump through a lot of hoops. But sometimes, the king ventures out to the fields where the common people live and work. The king greets everyone with a smile and listens to their concerns, when normally, this kind of intimate contact with the king would be impossible. What is this allegory trying to tell us? Usually, sometimes, God feels distant from us, hard to understand, and maybe hard to talk to, as if sequestered in a palace that we can't easily enter. But sometimes, God comes out to where we are, not physically, but there are certainly times when we are more easily able to feel a connection to God. And our tradition tells us that the month of Elul is one of those times. As we approach the new year and the Day of Atonement, we are asked to engage in cheshbon nefesh, an accounting of the soul, or a moral inventory. The sound of the shofar calls us to open ourselves up to the kind of scrutiny we rarely subject ourselves to. We ask, who have I hurt this year? What have I done wrong? What apologies do I owe? And how can I be better in the new year? These are important questions to ask, and difficult ones, because they force us to acknowledge our mistakes. This is a vulnerable time, and it is meant to be that way. We have to be vulnerable to engage in real teshuva, repentance, and to make real change. But we don't have to face this alone. That's where God comes in. A lot of us might think about God in the context of the High Holy Days as a judge, perhaps a harsh one. But there are a lot of different ways to think about God. Having conversations with God, trying to understand our relationship with God, untangling the mysteries of what God wants of us are a lot more nourishing than simply being judged. Now look, we all understand God in different ways. My guess is that most of us don't think of God as an old guy with a white beard on a throne. That's for picture books. The good news is that our Jewish tradition allows us to understand God just about however we want. The Torah and Tanakh, the Hebrew Bible, show different facets of God, at times parental, at times militaristic, at times gentle, at times severe. As Jews, we get to choose the kind of God we relate to. And we even get to choose whether we call it God or not. And that freedom can be incredibly useful in the month of Elul we get to ask, who do I need God to be at this time in my life? What kind of partner do I need in the work of repairing my soul? There is no right answer, 
So the answer that works for you is the right one. And I can tell you from experience that seeking that answer is more important than finding it. So stay with me for just a little bit longer here. Our understanding of God, whatever it is, isn't something that we just passively absorb. It grows with us from year to year, from Elul to Elul, shaped by our life experiences and our own spiritual needs. So as we engage in Cheshbon Nefesh, that accounting of the soul, and head into the days of awe, I offer these words of advice from our Torah portion this week, that being Shoftim. Tamim tiyeh im Adonai Elohecha. Be wholehearted with Adonai, your God. Our search for connection with the divine is challenging. But if we make ourselves vulnerable and open and engage with our whole being, we might be surprised to find the partner that we need to do the hard work of soul searching. This year, I hope that each of us will heed that call of the shofar and go out to the field to meet the king. Shabbat Shalom.